So who talks first? You talk first? I talk first. If you change your mind, take a chance, on the first in line, honey, I'm still free, take a chance on me. Hello everyone and welcome to another episode of Who Talks First. I'm one of your hosts, Spaghetti. I'm your other host, Apple Tater. And on this week's episode, we've been gone for a couple weeks and like I've said before that we will likely be a bi-weekly podcast for a bit until we figure out a schedule and get everything kind of sorted out on our end. But we're just going to play catch-up this week because there were some uh, low news events. Yes. And we decided that we're not done talking about Solo yet, but so that will be the last thing that we talk about in today's episode. So if you want to listen to up until that point. Again... We understand. Like, we, we'll say this at... In every episode where we're more critical than positive. Um, Just because we didn't like something doesn't mean we all we don't want other people to like it. Yeah. And it also doesn't mean that we are want to force you to listen to this podcast. Because we know more than anyone, it kind of sucks to hear shit about the things that you like. Yes. <laughs> so, uh, if we'll tell you when we're getting into that part of the episode later. But for now, we're just going to start up and catch up on the things we've missed talking about in the last two weeks. Mm-hmm. And the first one... Is Star Wars Celebration. Yeah. And I, like, I'm i not sure if we've even talked about Star Wars Celebration 2019 at all. I don't think we have. Because it was, like, announced for Chicago, and I lived there for a while. You you've, did. You've been there to multiple see us times. multiple times. A lot. Chicago and, was not far from Michigan. Yeah, and I will say I'm not thrilled about the location. No, it's going to be cold. Yeah, it's going to be real cold. It's in April Guys, in it's going to be really cold. It's going to be cold and windy. Windy. And if one person comments, it's windy because of the politics. Fuck you. No, guys. It's it's I'm, also very windy. Because it's on a grid. Who describes politics as windy? No one. When you're, like, coming up with a first adjective to describe politics, you're not like, windy. It's no. a double entendre, you yeah. suckers. Guys. We've been there. You lived there. I remember one of my first times visiting you. I was like, this eye might get blown away. Oh, yeah. It's, I almost got knocked off my feet several times because of It's the very windy and it's going to be very cold. And also, it doesn't have a great hotel situation. It has a terrible hotel situation. It's got one hotel, the convention center that we're at. And so I, I've got my ticket. You're still on the brink I of I do have going. a ticket. Okay. Yes. Yeah. So we're going to go. That was hard to get. Yeah. And... Because it sold out. Yeah. The four-day tickets. Because last year, uh, I mean, we got our tickets. I got my tickets super late last yeah, year. Yeah, you still had to get day passes. Yes. You couldn't get the five-day pass. But but I was able to get Friday, Saturday, Sunday passes. I wasn't able to get the first day. Yeah. Thursday, which technically, right? There was one day that I wasn't able to get. But it was like, no, I, think, I wasn't going to be there anyway. Yeah, it was something like that. Mm. I think you just weren't going to be there anyway. But, yeah, this year... Five day pass has sold out on day two of selling, and also Saturday has sold out, and I think Thursday is about to sell out as of this recording, which is crazy. Mm -hmm. And a part of me wonders, and a part of me hopes, it's because they they limited tickets this year. Mm. And well, I think they kind of had to, given how like we've been to the convention center multiple times because C two E two is hosted there, and C two C two E two. Besides ColossalCon was like my favorite convention to go to. I do really like the the feel of that convention. Yeah. Uh, so it's we, gotten a lot bigger since the last time we've been. Um, yes. I would say C two E two now. I've looked up the numbers. Is about seventy thousand, and that's what mm-hmm. Star, Star Wars Celebration was last year. Mm-hmm. So I'm guessing they probably looked at those numbers but and thought, hey. Is- Good place for a con. Guys, no. Like, a ton of people... You get a lot of the Chicago population who already live there. Mm-hmm. Star Wars Celebration is getting people from all over the world. Where are they going to stay? Yeah, I would, I would say most people for Celebration are, are commuters. Yeah. Opposed to C2E2, where I feel like most people already live there. Yeah. Are, well, I get what you were saying. But yes. I Commuters doesn't know... Or most people are flying in. Yes. For, or, like, driving a long way that they need to stay in a hotel. Most people in for C2E2 already have a place to stay, like a friend's house, or they live there, mm-hmm. and they're just coming in for the day, taking yeah. a bus in for the day. Because we did get a hotel, we're fine, but it was crazy trying to get those st- things. Yes. And I, I really wanted to try to get a VIP ticket this year just to t- kind of... See. 
see and take the stress off of it because I have really bad FOMO. And I, I won't be miserable if I miss out on anything, uh-huh. but it will... Haunt you to your dying day. Yes. <laughs> I know how you are. It, especially because I really want to go to the episode 9 panel, and that's really the only thing that I really want to do is go to that episode 9 panel because it's like the last one, you know? Yeah. And who knows if I'll care about the other trilogies as much as I care about this one. Right. I, and honestly, I hope I don't. <laughs> <laughs> I care too much. I care too much about this trilogy, and it's very stressful. And so I kind of hope that I can just enjoy the other movies for what it's worth. And we'll, we'll see what they're about, because if they're in the same time period as this... I'm gonna be salty. Mm-hmm. Hello, it's me. Yeah, definitely. Salty. But, like, actually, spe- speaking of the, um, the, the salt and the kind of fandom craziness uh yeah. something we did miss in, a, in the last two weeks or we didn't miss but we haven't talked about really and it's something i wasn't sure if we should talk about is uh uh the awful awful harassment that goes on on social media i uh, feel it's irresponsible not to talk about it there's the only reason i would think maybe we shouldn't talk about it is because of Kelly, because I'm not sure. I don't know how mm. she's reacting to all of this, because I'm sure part of the reason why she left is because she just kind of wanted... To fade away. To fade away for a bit. Mm-hmm. And so the fact that it's blown up to such a d- degree, mm. it's it's both a blessing and a curse. And again, I don't want to put words into Kelly's mouth. Mm. We um, don't know how she's feeling. Yeah. But. And we do know that a big reason why she left was because of the harassment. Mm-hmm. And I, I do want to clear this up because there are people out there who think just because Kelly hasn't made a statement about it, that means that it's not it's because something else. It's like people who said Daisy left social media <laughs> because she was t- on her phone too much. And sure, that might have been 7% of the reason. Right. But you know that wasn't the full story. Mm-hmm. Like, you know she just didn't want to seem like she had uh, thin skin. Yeah. So she that, just told, or she didn't want to like egg people on and let people know that the harassment was working. Mm-hmm. She was just gonna be like, because later on she true. has said, yeah, it was pretty awful, so I left. And I mean, I, I honestly, I think it's really sad, but probably for the better for them. I I agree that it's for the better for them because I mean, I just kind of had a smaller scale version of this. Mm-hmm. I mean, obviously, we were both we were both in the cosplay scene for a while, so we've dealt with this. If you exist on the internet. You get harassment. Unfortunately, mm-hmm. that's just the way the world works. Yeah. And for a while there, I was like, I don't know if I should block people mm-hmm. and then incite them to create alternate accounts, mm-hmm. or if I just don't say anything and just like keep deleting the comments. I was like, I don't know what to do. I don't know which one is the right thing to do. Yeah. Because any reaction I have is gonna affect their actions in some way. That's how I felt. Yeah. I mean, and this is a classic harassment feeling where you're like, well, I don't know what to do because I don't know what. It, their reaction is going to be. Yeah, you just can't read other people. And it, it gets it gets really scary, and I won't lie to you. And, I mean, like, six, seven, six years ago? Five years? No, who am I six years ago? I, I got doxxed, and that was fucking awful. And I'll be open about it now, mm-hmm. and it sucked a lot. And you just don't know how to handle those things, because you don't know what's going to make it better and what's going to make it worse. Yeah. And, uh, for, and for Kelly to deal with all the not only the harassment for the character, she was rece- receiving awful things about uh, her, her race. race and just sexism and, like, stuff about, like, her size. Yeah. Which is just absolute. Like, Daisy Bonkers was Daisy was re- receiving all that shit besides, obviously, not so much the racism part, but it's it's so critical and it's so hard to be... Especially in the Star Wars community. It's not a white man. Yeah, it's so crazy to me. And I don't understand because, like, the people who like Star Wars, I assume, are people who also like other nerdy things. And, yes, all comic books and all, like, movies in general and Hollywood in general are more catered towards white men. But I'm like, you... What about the Marvel movies? They're starting to do a very good job of including other people of other colors and like do you foam at the mouth there too and i know that we have seen this a few times with like heimdall being recast and valkyrie being recast as people of color but i'm like do they experience the same harassment no the star wars fandom is just bonkers 
And it, I mean, it has been a, it's, it's, it's not so even loud. a new thing, no, which it's is not. sad because we, I think it's, it's strange because I think people forgot about the prequels in, after the sequel trilogy has come out with all the discourse around the sequel trilogy, people forgot that for the last, like, I mean, me, I'm most attached to the prequel trilogy era. That's yeah, right? the era I am most attached to. For the last 15 years, if that was the era you liked, oh my god, it did... Were you called an idiot? An idiot, a fake fan, you don't really like Star Wars, etc., etc. For 15 years. And then I feel like the discourse for that just disappeared. And they're like, man, we we miss George Lucas. I'm like, no. <laughs> but you didn't because you hated what he created. And you chased him away. You're the reason he stopped making movies. Yep. Like... You, you've done awful things to Jake Lloyd. Hayden Christensen stopped acting because of this. Like, you've chased people away from their careers. And, I mean, I, the Star Wars fandom is just ridiculous. And it's not even, because, I mean, it's on all scales. Because Mm -hmm. we have the stuff that's just the, the sexism and the racism and all that shit. But we also have, like, the other side of people who will just say awful things to you because you like something. Mm-hmm. And that's like with me liking the prequels. Because you like Kylo. Because mm-hmm. you like the prequels. People will say awful, awful things to you. And they think that it's just or that it's right. Or that it's somehow, like you said just, but <laughs> justified? Yeah. You like the prequels, so burn in hell. Obviously yep. that's not exactly the words that you're using. Because they're using much worse things. Oh yeah, I'm like, uh, there's been way worse things said to people that like the things that I like and it's it's a huge problem and like what I'll say and I said this on Twitter is that we don't really need people who've pretended like they weren't ever part of the problem which I'm seeing a lot of we need people that are willing to apologize Mm. and that's kind of like a big thing with me just in themes and the sequel trilogy in general I think it's a much more powerful lesson no matter what there is for people to know when they're wrong, to admit when they're wrong, and to apologize, mm-hmm. than and it I is mean, for people to just pretend yeah. like they're they never did anything wrong. I completely agree. And because I yeah, again, I'm seeing a lot of in this discourse, uh, people who one are either standing up for Kelly, which is great, but pretending like they've never harassed anyone in their lives when I know for a fact that they've either done stuff to me or to my friends, mm-hmm. and or they're saying that. Their right to critique a movie is more important than telling people to stop harassing actors. That to stop harassment in general. They're like, my opinion to critique a movie is more important. Well, first of all, the things are not mutually exclusive. Mm -mm. How many times have we critiqued Han Solo and not once where we like, that person should kill themselves? (laughs) They're not mutually exclusive. And like, and also, time and a place, guys. Yeah. Right now, we all should, and I'll say this, it's why I don't think we're, we're going to see, I want to see change, and I think, it, I think we might see a little, but at the same time, not as, as much as I would like, because we can't even all agree that harassment is wrong. Right. Nobody, some people are still just like, oh, well, she was overreacting. Her and Daisy were both overreacting. Like, you've had two. There's people who don't believe the harassment is real, they think it's all fake. Um, there's people who... They're just victim blaming. Yeah, who like, think that their right to say these awful things is more important. They're like, it's my right to be able to critique. And this is... Because I love... Because when Ryan Johnson finally snapped, mm-hmm. I... Ryan, I know you listen to the podcast. I love you. BFF. He, he said something to a, a fan. Because I, I don't even want to use the term fan for this person. And because even though they shared enthusiasm for it, their priorities have are just so misplaced, mm-hmm. and they were saying that uh, that Ryan didn't know how to take critique, and Ryan literally was just like, "I'm done with this disingenuous bullshit. You know the difference between critique and harassment, yeah. and you know which one I'm talking about. Mm-hmm. Like, you know the difference. Stop trying to like put your agenda in here. Your right to critique. There's." We- we know the difference. Yeah. You know the difference. Stop pretending like they're the same thing. Mm-hmm. And it goes back to the whole... Everyone has, like, this kind of black and white view of the world. 
not everyone, no, but, but especially the the people who are like, I have this, I have a right to critique. And they're like, well, no, we're not talking about that. Yeah. Critique and harassment are two separate things. And you yourself are just putting good and bad in these two categories, and that's all there is. But there's not. There's a lot of things in between, in between that. You can absolutely critique the movie mm-hmm. without then bringing in Kelly Marie Tran as a person. You can even say you didn't like the character. That's... Fine, I'll disagree with you. Don't do it during all of this. Oh, that's what I'm saying. Like, yeah. yeah, I'm like, this is not the time to do for you to do the but. Yeah. It's like, but. I stand up for Kelly Tran, but Rose sucked. Cause but I'm, her character was garbage. Because that's what I'm really tired yeah. of. Because you're making the situation about yourself. Yeah. And this is the one time we could come together and stand up for another person. Mm-hmm. And stand up for, to try to make this community better. And you're making it about you. You're making it about you and you're making it about fictional things when a real person is being hurt. Yeah. A real life person, guys. Guys, I know we like Star Wars and fantasy is very fun, but real people are involved in these things. Mm-hmm. And I get that you have your opinion, but time and a place, guys. Yeah. This is this is the t- not the time and the place for you to do the but mm-hmm. this and... I mean, I've gone kind of berserk in it, and I'm just tired of it. And, I mean, it's been a really tiresome two and a half years really since has. the sequel trilogy. And, I mean, I, I knew how to deal with prequel trilogy stuff because I wasn't as involved as I was back in the day. You yes. know, I've be, I've, we, I mean, we started a podcast, all that stuff. We're much more involved in the community now, so we really see the, the true colors. Yeah. And if you, if you would tell me... All social media is being deleted tomorrow. I'd be like, cool, great. I could write a novel. <laughs> I, I do appreciate the people I've met on social media, mm-hmm. but admittedly, it has done wonders for my low self-worth, meaning I f- feel even worse about myself. That made sense. That was good words. <laughs> it's, a, it's, a, it's a crusher. I think that's why I don't... Because like, I, I obviously appreciate every listener that we have and every fan that we have and every like patroon that Mm -hmm. we have now but it's also why i'm so not involved on our social media accounts is because i i can't no i I can't and i do it anyway it's because i'm addicted to it but i i'm really glad that there is like a big part of the community that is coming together and is working on reporting harassment Mm -hmm. and understanding that there's a time and a place for critique and there's there is a difference between critique and harassment and if you don't know the difference between that you're probably harassing people yeah if you if you can't seem to find that line yeah I just want, you. if you if you really think what you're if you don't know there's a difference between critique and harassment you know you've been harassing people mm-hmm. that's what i'm saying and that's i'll end it at that <laughs> so anyway moving forward Moving forward, uh, speaking of things that we don't like, I guess. Um, well, actually, no, we'll slide that into the last... Uh, yeah, so that people can cut away, just in case. <laughs> but just in case. But we'll talk about uh, George Lucas. Hi, uh, George. Because he listens. And he recently had opened up about... Uh, actually, uh, th- this was a little bit ago. Um, but it was it just became a news story recently about George Lucas's original sequel trilogy that he was planning on mm-hmm. doing. And we've known like, bits and pieces of this for a while. We know that some of it was included in the sequel trilogy. Like, uh, Han's son killing Han was, uh... George's idea? George's idea. That was in... Or something along that line was in George's script. Mm-hmm. Um, and he was saying some interesting things about his trilogy and about what it would be instead of what we're getting. And he said, we would go, uh, we're going into the microbiotic world, uh, but there's this world of creatures that operate differently than we do. I call them the wills, and the wills are the ones who actually control the universe. They feed off the force. People would hate this. People people hated the Metachlorians. They would have hated this. Yeah. I thought the Metachlorians were dumb as shit, too. But this? I... And what I love so much about this is that... Um, All the people who are like, George would have done so much better. And but I love what I love about George. He's like, of course a lot of fans would have hated it, just like they did Phantom Menace and everything. But uh, 
least the whole story from beginning to end would be told. And <laughs> I'm just gonna give George some what major props because the- he's like, whatever, it's my story. Yeah, you wouldn't have any of this if it wasn't for me. Yeah, shut up, I'm making what I want to make. Yeah, and. It, it, because I actually just learned this. The working title for Attack of the Clones was Jar Jar's Big Adventure. And I, oh, gosh. I love George Lucas so much oh. for doing that because he just knows that his the fan base for his original movies have just gone too far. And they've always been. Like, when it comes to, like, angry nerds, it's the Star Wars nerds that... Yeah. Like, that they're thinking about, which sucks, but... It's, it's, again, it's another reason why I didn't get into Star Wars for so long, because those were the people that I thought liked Star Wars. Mm-hmm. And then, I mean, unfortunately, I've I've encountered a lot of them. I'm not going to say that people were right, because I've obviously met a lot of people who aren't like that and who are wonderful, mm-hmm. but, oh boy, have I met a lot of the family guy Star Wars nerd that gets portrayed all the time. You know what I mean? Yeah. It, it's it's just, it's so tired, and it's so, like, disheartening to see him say, yeah, I am fully aware that they would have hated this, but uh, that's what I wanted to do. Mm-hmm. And I'm glad that he's a person that sticks to his guns like that. And, Me too. And I hope that uh, for the sequel trilogy they are as well, because I, I think The Last Jedi really did stick with its guns, and with the messages it wanted to portray, and where it wanted to go with the story. And I obviously think it did a very great job. Mm-hmm. I mean, were there a couple things I would have done differently? Yes, there were. Absolutely. But again, mostly because I want an entire movie of disgruntled former villain Ben Solo. And I, I mean, I still think Ben's going to go through a redemption arc of sorts mm-hmm. in the last movie, but it's probably going to be one of that, what, those last minute things. Mm-hmm. Because... It's going to leave me feeling like, well, it's time to dive into the fanfiction universe. Yep. Because if you're familiar with the series after The Last Airbender... Yeah. They did this with Zuko, because they, they make you think that Zuko's going to join the gang at the end of season two, and you're like, F yes, I've been waiting for this. And they're like, nah. been waiting for this day for a long time, and He's they like, did no. this with this with the sequel trilogy, The Last Jedi, and then they he betrays Katara, and Zuko betrays... Not Zuko. <laughs> Kylo betrays Rey, and they... Go their separate ways, and then we have to wait till the end of the goddamn show for Zuko to finally join the gang. And, like, weird former villain Zuko was such a prime character. He was so good. So good and so funny. And obviously, he, he I don't expect like it to be. He halfway through season three, didn't he? It, he only got, like, six episodes. It wasn't halfway, it was, like, the last six episodes. Oh. It was a bummer. Oh. I remember being very disheartened about it. I'm very sorry. Yep. Avatar doesn't exist before Toph to me, so it didn't seem as long. That's very true. I actually, I never rewatched season one. Nope. Zuko had really bad hair. I literally will only watch from the blind bandit on. Like, perfect. Go. I forget that like, Toph wasn't there for like the longest time. No, Toph was always there. And Zuko was too. Um, but, but yeah, I, that long winded way of it being like, there was things I would have done differently for this trilogy to try to change it up mm-hmm. from... Uh, the original. The originals. Because, again, I, I think there's really no point to have a character like Kylo if he's not going to go through some sort of, like, redemption arc later. I agree. Um, but again, they- I- I don't trust men. Men wrote that Han Solo's last name was Solo because he was alone. Yeah, men did a lot of things <laughs> in that movie. Like, be like, ah, ooh, let's change- Lady Proxima to be a lady because we realized we don't got a lot of girls in this movie and we don't treat them very well. So let's add on one more. That, that tentacle one. That's a woman now. Yes. Progressive. She runs the whole gang. Isn't that progressive? It Strong is. Strong female character. Yeah, so fun fact. That was a very last minute addition to the script that I just learned about. Um, <laughs> anyway, back to George. Anyway, back to George. I just appreciate how he approaches his story and even if they aren't the best, the most yeah. well-written. don't get me wrong. I would not have liked that, I don't think. No, oh, no, I think that would have been... Well, actually, who knows? Because when mm. I first started watching the Mortis arc, I thought it was really dumb, but then that ended up, ended up being my favorite arc in the show. That's true. It depends on how the characters act in the world. You're right. I yeah. don't... Mm. 
We'll see. Yeah. If he would have had them act the same way as they do in the prequel trilogy, I'd have been like, George, please. Because it would be interesting <laughs> if the Wills... So, the we sort of have maybe a glimpse of the Wills in Clone Wars. Mm. They're the priestesses that were like the theater masks. Mm-hmm. And they're terrifying. So, it would have been interesting if they it stuck around that. Like, if those really became what the Wills were. Mm-hmm. Who knows? But I, I just wanted to give my props to George for him being like... They would have hated it, it, but fuck them. That's what I wanted to do. Story from beginning to end. Yep. Because I'm George. (laughs) Good boy. Um, So last off, we're going to end up with we're going to talk about Solo one more time, and this will be the the last time we do like an episode dedicated towards Solo. I assume because neither of us really care that much to go into like the deep meta. There, because they're. Well, okay, like, the thing with Solo is that, is there, or are they just copying The Last Jedi? Yeah. You know? Um, but yeah, so we're gonna go into our last Solo discussion, and we're gonna be playing kind of, like, script doctor. That's what we're gonna do, is just talk about the things we would have changed that we think would have made it a better film. Yes. And, so yeah, if if you're not, if you're not about listening to this part of it, that is totally okay, uh, feel free to log off, and we'll see you when we're back next week. And mm-hmm. we won't, we won't. We promise we won't pick on Solo anymore. Pick on you anymore. I'm. I'll pick on you always. I'm Apple, Apple Tater. Tater. Spaghetti. <laughs> so yeah, uh, welcome to the Solo Script Doctor. Yep. I'm Doctor Spaghetti. And this I'm Doctor Apple Tater. And what we're we're just going to talk about Solo, where we think that it's a. Uh, flaws were and just like the the little quick changes that i feel like could have been made to make it a much more solid story so we're not going to be being like the the entire script had to change no we're going to go off of what the script was yeah and do little it's just a little checkup a little, little minor surgery yeah. here and there and i feel like it would have just made things a lot tighter so the so- take out the tumors so solo is surprisingly not doing well and it's the first tank of star wars ever mm-hmm. and well besides actually not- clone wars Oh, really? Mm-hmm. Okay. So, like, Clone Wars technically was the first real tank. Oh, the animated one. Yeah, no, okay. no not, not a tank of the Clone Wars. Because for a second I was like, what? The movie. It was, that was in theaters. I forget, yeah. But, well, that uh, one also people forget, but that one, bad. it is not good. But, uh, I mean, there's even some things here that I just have some curiosities about. Um, I wonder, I really do wonder if, because of the budget of the reshoots, is that why the marketing for it was so bad? Mm-hmm. Because I am surprised at the, I'm I'm both surprised and not surprised for the low turnout. Um, like one, I'm not surprised because it's not too long after the last Jedi. It's not. I think they were testing out. This is again a lot of speculation here. I think they were testing out making two movies a year, and because we have the the two new trilogies coming and the rumored anthologies, that I wouldn't be surprised if at least Boba Fett gets scrapped. Mm-hmm. Due to the performance of this movie. Yeah. Um, I'm not saying it's happening, guys, but I wouldn't be surprised. Um, so, what was I saying? So that was one reason that we think it could be doing a little bit more poorly. Or the marketing. Yeah. Yeah. Blah, 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 blah. The, yeah, so, like, the budget for the marketing was significantly lowered because it was put into the reshoots. Or was the marketing so low, eh? Because they watched the movie and they were like, ooh, let's I, not put too much money into this. I also think that's actually a possibility is that they were like, we just need to let this happen. Mm-hmm. We're not going to move it to we another time frame. We just need to make frame. our money back. Yeah, we're like, we just, we realized we goofed on this one. No one wanted this movie. Because, like, I'll say this. If you love Solo or not, people are, like, saying that they really love Solo. But very few people were like, I cannot, when this movie was announced, were like, yes, I've been waiting for this movie. Most most even, like, of the hardcore Star Wars fans were like, why? Yeah, because, again, if you take this movie out of the universe, close your eyes, close your eyes. This movie didn't happen. What did you lose? Nothing. What explanations did they have in this movie? Besides bullshit explanations yeah. of what Han Solo's... <laughs> yeah. I'm never gonna let that go, guys. That was literally on it my, doesn't... like, hardcore shit list. I'm like, if Han Solo's last name is Solo because he's alone, I'm gonna flip out. But, like, honestly, if you take away the movie, 
it didn't add anything to the universe, honestly. No new questions that you've always had were answered, because it didn't answer the questions that we had. Mm -hmm. Or if it did, it did them in such a way that I'm, like, squinting and like, is this what you wanted? Well, yeah, it didn't answer anything in new and interesting ways, and so therefore I'm like, well, I, I guess I learned something, but at the same time, that's just what I assumed. Yeah. Like... That's kind of what I assumed. I would have never assumed that's how they got the Death Star plans when, yeah. we, got, when we viewed Rogue One. Mm -hmm. I was just like, oh, someone must have just, like, and got it to them. I think general audiences weren't interested in seeing another actor as Han Solo. I mean, I, Harrison yeah. Ford has played, played him for the last 40 years. Mm -hmm. As much as he hates it, he's <laughs> played the role for 40 years. We've seen young him be young Han Solo. We've seen him old Han Solo. Mm -hmm. It's, I mean, it is a little like a little jarring in a way to be like okay this was Han 10 years prior and question side yeah. tangent yeah was there Indian Jones reboots with uh, other actors playing not not as indie no okay okay because okay. I was like if that's the case did that all did they also tank uh no I Indiana Jones he Harrison Ford's always played Indiana Jones okay. I think don't get me wrong I've only seen two of the four movies okay. five movies four I don't know who knows um, but but I, I'm pretty sure that it's always been indie. It's always been Harrison, Harrison is, is indie. indie. Okay, okay. But back to the point. Back to the point. I think people just weren't weren't buying it. Yeah. And like again, I don't. I I think Alden was very cute and charming. Did he ever become Han Solo to me? No. But that that wasn't. I don't really blame him for that. I blame the script never took him on that journey. Yeah. And the direction never took him on that, on that journey. I completely agree. It's the same thing that with the prequels, where I'm like, the the actors aren't bad actors. the The script was lacking, and the direction was lacking. Mm -hmm. But I still think that the actors themselves. Because like I I don't even like for the prequels. It's not even like the direction. I think it was necessarily lacking. It's the the oh, vision. Projecting? Oh okay. Yeah, because I think George was purposely telling like wanted that super kind of cheesy acting yeah. to feel like the old space westerns but just didn't it doesn't read doesn't read like in that. 2000 yeah it reads in the 70s not so much anymore yeah so yeah i what we're basically gonna do is just kind of like walk through solo um because like with, with it got me like mediocre not awful ratings like 70 percent isn't bad but it's just that's definitely not a score that's gonna have people rush into the box office no like it, if people were on the fence about it, and then you see a mediocre review, you're like, yeah, I can wait. You're like, oh, let's go see Deadpool instead. No. Or what else came out around that time? It was Deadpool, Infinity War, right? Deadpool and Infinity War. And, and now Incredibles. And now Incredibles is out, Ocean's 8 is out, and yeah. then uh, something else big is coming out. Oh, Jurassic World. Oh, yeah, yeah. So, fortunately, this movie was bad time zone. They, they, and all because they didn't want to compete with Mary Poppins. Is Which, that why? Yeah. Those are two completely different genres. Yep. And what? I don't know why they would put Infinity War and... Yeah. And also they could have pushed this movie back far enough. Or maybe they just wanted the money sooner because they were like, ugh. Who knows? But, like, putting it near Deadpool and Infinity War, those three are closer to the same genre. Mm -hmm. Mary Poppins is very, very different. Yeah. The people who are going to go see one are probably not going to go see the other. Because Honestly. This is what has me thinking about, like, the possibilities of Boba Fett movie yet. And, like, we've heard a lot of talk about it. I'm not saying anything's confirmed until Lucasfilm comes out and says it. Yeah. I can't imagine a Boba Fett movie doing well because I feel like general audiences don't even know who he is. Yeah. Like, the yeah. People who've only seen Star Wars a couple times and they want, when, maybe they're just in the sequel trilogy, they're like, who the hell is this guy? They <laughs> might market it as, like, a bounty hunter movie, but... Mm-hmm. So, here's a side tangent. When Back when I was working at uh, Things from Another World, mm -hmm. it's a comic book store and the Universal City Walk here in California. Uh, I used to work there. And people would oftentimes see the, the Boba Fett figure in the Star Wars case. Mm -hmm. They'd be like, that's my favorite character, Bobo Fett. So I'm like, if you, they don't even know his name. Bobo Fett. Bobo Fett. I love it. Even though it says right below it, Boba Fett. But anyway, I'm like... Or when I would, people yeah. would try to talk to me about stores. And yeah. they're like, well, who's your favorite character? And they're like, that that one guy with the armor. And I'm like, you don't really like Star Wars. There's, there's the, the people that will even be like, oh, he's like the painted stormtrooper. Yeah. Like, 
for general audiences, he's a very niche character. Yeah. Like, of course, he has a lot of merch and stuff, but it's for those, like, niche audiences. I Wider audiences won't really know who he no, is. No, it's for those aunts who are getting, aunts and uncles who are getting a toy for their nephew, and they're like, that I know cool. that he likes Star Wars. This yeah. guy looks cool. Yeah. But, like, so I think, I mean, and then I think Obi-Wan probably has a better chance of getting made because he is a... One, we can get Ewan to play him. Yeah. One, Ewan McGregor is an angel, and people will go to a movie to see Ewan just because mm-hmm. he's Ewan. Two, people love Obi-Wan. Yeah. He was he was important in the originals, and he's important in the prequels. Yeah. These are things that you're like, like People yes. do love Han Solo, but the, mm-hmm. like, the problem with like the but Han it Solo... But <laughs> Obviously, if they were making the prequels, um, they had to recast Obi-Wan, because one, Alec Guinness was dead. And uh, <laughs> two... Like, we, we start off a lot younger, like lot. 30 years younger. Yes. And and no offense to Alden, uh, I can tell that Ewan was studying Alec Guinness's mannerisms a lot, and he mirrors them a lot mm-hmm. inside the original, uh, inside the prequels. He and does so many of the little movements. And I think I think Alden... Alden didn't even give me, like, the side He smirk. He tries. It just doesn't read very well. And, like, I, I know a lot of people actually disagree with that. They think they did get those mannerisms right. But there's so much in Harrison Ford's, like, cadence in his voice yeah. that that just wasn't there. When, when, again, I get that they didn't want to do an imitation, but... At a certain point, I'm like, still but you're feel like the same person. I still, I still need to believe that you're Han Solo, and again, that just didn't happen for me. Mm-hmm. But that's not even like I, I'm not going to script Doctor that. But like the the one that I think I would script your Doctor at the end of that, as we talked about this in our last episode, is that he just shoots Beckett, yeah, and then doesn't go running to him, and then he shot first. Boom, the end. Boom, shoots first. Uh, he has a better ending with Kira that's more, like, solidified. Because, I, I mean, I have, I've... Kira's entire character needs to be doctored because I don't understand well, what they wanted from... They, if, if they again, a standalone, mm-hmm. they need to, in this one movie, they need to let the audience know by the end of it what, what was up. Yeah, what, what was up with Han and Kira. Like, that didn't get answered. That's a script doctor right there. And so let let's start at the 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 beginning. Okay, the very beginning. The, first of all, first and foremost, Val. So I think this is the first thing. Well, actually, no. The first thing is this is this is how I would do it. Mm-hmm. So, except for it would be a really bad joke, but I don't care. I'm just making fun of it at this point. The mm-hmm. the doc the the Imperial Guards like, what's who are your people? And Han's like, I have no people. And the guards like, okay, Han, no people. And Han's like, wait, you were just asking me my last name? It was Solo. Sorry, you asked it in a weird way. And then he's like, okay, got it. Got it. And another thing, let me tell you, Han Solo was part of the Imperial Army under the name Han Solo. Therefore, also, he abandons the Imperial Army to go work for crime lords. Under the same same name. name. Yep. I, my script doctoring of that moment, which is a little bit more serious than yours, sorry. Oh, no, people. It's literally just because he comes from a, a a place full of orphans. Yeah. All of the orphan kids have the last name Solo. Yep. That's it. It's like how the, the Skywalker last name is apparently the Smith last name of the universe. Mm-hmm. I would have just preferred it being his goddamn last name. That too. Because... <laughs> I mean, I'll, I'll, I'll preach it to the day I die. Ben's last name should have been Arana. Yes. If this is how you're going to make Han get his last name, then fuck you. That last name should be Organa for Ben. Yeah. So this was my idea. Okay, so moving... Han meeting Chewbacca in that way. Fine, I mean, I it was it was fine. It just... He shouldn't speak Wookiee, though, because he never does it again. Yeah. Like, because I have no problem with Han knowing Wookiee. Yes. It's the fact that he is, is like, never does it again. He can somehow speak it, but then just refuses to do it from there on out. Like, well, I guess he's doing it there so the guards don't understand him. So they can plan, but well, at the same time... That you think it, so, it, it would have come up again. That was, that, that was a very Lord and Miller thing that I wonder if that was, like, part of their bit. Uh, probably. Because I would have, for me, and I would have 
the whole Mud Trooper thing, that, gone. That would have been the Imperial Academy. Yes. You would have just seen, because I, I'm so curious how Wouldn't the Imperial Academy Wouldn't it have been so much works. cooler if he was on, like, the Wookiee planet as they were taking in the slaves, and then Han was like, no, I don't think this is right, and that's how he gets kicked out, because he rescues Chewie or something, like, they're forced to... Try to kill him or something. I don't yeah. know. And then that Show has me the him. Reason ha- why they can't go back to Kashyyyk right away. Yeah. But I something. think it would have been way more interesting to see Han actually get kicked out of the Imperial Academy. Yep. For having a mind of his own. And yeah. Tell me what that means. Instead of the the Mud Trooper sequence, and that's where he could have even met, like Beckett and them. Mm-hmm. Is that it's through the Imperial Academy, and Han could make a comment being like, "You're a little old for Imperial students." That's how I know it's like. Mm-hmm. What what's going on here? You know, mm-hmm. so you basically still could have done the same thing, but show rather than just ex- exposition it at me, mm-hmm. dialogue it at me. Yeah. So yeah. Now th- now moving forward to Val. All right. I would. This is what I would do. It would involve some tweaking with the script. Mm-hmm. So Val still quote unquote dies where she does. Okay. But instead of Maul, it's fucking Val. Oh. That's what I would have done. Oh. And so then you're like, oh, so she did betray them, and that's why Beckett's like... Oh, I never even thought about that. That would have been dope. Yep. Because my doctoring was just having Beckett and Val switch places. (laughs) That's true. Because it makes more sense for the one... It just would have been cooler for her to be like, I never wanted to bring you along in the first place. This was all a mistake. Mm -hmm. You were a mistake. Or, like, even if Val is the one that died in that scenario, she should have been the one that was like... Come on, Beckett's like the kid, like, ah, oh, we don't need this kid. And yeah. Val's like, come on, he's a kid. He's just like you when you were younger. Yeah. Just, like, let him come with us. And he has the Wookiee, it'll be fine. And then she, quote-unquote, dies. And then, then but you don't, you don't see her die, but she somehow gets out of there, and at the end... That would have been dope. I would have loved that. Yeah, because yeah, that death... Even if it was Beckett there, it's still meaningless if I just tried their places. I'm like, it's still a fucking garbage, meaningless death mm-hmm. for no reason. It doesn't make any sense. Yeah. Like, again, it would involve die here, like, so playing around with the story a little bit, but that would would have been, like, a full circle twist that, you I don't need more explanation than that. No. Like, with Maul showing up, I'm like, okay, this is the most interesting plot that you've... And now the movie's over. And now the movie's over. Because yeah. as much as I hate Darth Maul, I hate Darth Maul. Yeah. He was, that was the most inter- interesting part of the movie. Yes. That was the first time I was like, ooh, Wait, no, I've already been in this movie for two hours. It's yeah. almost over. You're introduced. Wait a second. Shit. I'm but never going to see you again, am I? But if a version of Val had showed up and it turns out she was the crime boss the whole time, mm-hmm. again, it would have involved some playing around with stuff. Uh, it would have been like an, oh, I get the whole don't trust people shit because we, tr- we really liked and trusted Val. Yeah. And it turns out she was the one r- running the fucking crime syndicate the, crime whole, syndicate time. the whole time. That would have been very good. Mm-hmm. Very, very good. I applaud you. Thank you. Bravo. And then then I want to paint to you my changing L3 story. Ugh. Okay, yes. Because... Please do. Because, again, I feel like this would have been such a small change, so easy to do, and it would have made L3s... Because I don't... Because people will be like, well, L3 started the, the droid rebellion. She still did something. I'm like, but the Empire was coming... They, they're going to squash... The, all of those droids are probably going to get just wiped out because, like, a giant Star Destroyer is coming because they heard about the droid rebellion. Yep. Like, And guess what? That really never gets touched there? upon in any of the later movies, so it obviously didn't matter. Yeah, I, it really didn't do much. And, Unfortunately. And it won't, it won't have done much outside of books where they kind of shoehorn where it did do something, mm-hmm. you know? And last shot, they kind of did shoehorn that it, like, meant something, but... I mean, I want it to mean something. I think that's a really fucking cool storyline, but unfortunately it doesn't get cu- touched upon in any of the movies, so... But, so we have... Because, like, we still have this scenario, and this is just... She can still have her droid rebellion. Yes. She still gets shot where she gets shot. Yes. She gets brought... Lando brings her back up in the ship, and she's, like, she's still conscious. She's still just doing her, like, fritzing out thing, where mm-hmm. she's just, like, blah, 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 and she's, like, talking to Lando, and she's kind of dying, and Lando's like, don't worry, we're gonna get you fixed, it's gonna be fine... But she's breaking down, and, like, we kind of know that she's breaking down. So basically what we have. So they're they're going on the Kessel Run, except for just, like, she gets to last a bit longer. Mm-hmm. 
and they're going through and they get stuck in that the little warpy thing. Okay. And then L3 so they're all in the like cockpit and L3 is like plug me into the Falcon. I can boost the like I'll I'll boost the hyperdrive and Lando was like, "No, that'll fry your the rest of your circuits. You're like too fragile to be able to do that." And she's like, "I know. I like I just let me do this." And he's like, "No, you don't have to." And then she just goes, "Yeah, I know I don't have to. I'm making this choice because I'm sentient and I want to save all of your sorry asses." Yep. So like, I'm the one who gets to make this decision for myself. Exactly. You're not my overlord. You're not my overlord. I'm making this decision for me. And so she plugs herself in, and she boosts the hyperdrive at, at Fryzer. And Lando's like, no, I'm sad. And so he gets his moment where he's sad. But at least she made this decision for herself. But then right afterwards, something bleep bloops. He's like, what? And he's like, what? And then they're like, she fucking made herself part of the Falcon. She's brilliant. Yeah. And then Lando's like, woohoo, that's my girl. Yep. And it would have been so good. It would have been a really cute moment and gives, you don't, like, that would have involved so little change. Yeah, would have. Like, so easy to give her that agency of just. And, and you know what? And then that makes sense as to why Lando doesn't leave the ship any other time. Because he's like, no, I'm going to chill here with all three. Yep. And. I need to make sure she's safe. Yeah, again, they do. Like she, she is part of the Falcon no matter what. It doesn't change any plot points. It just gives it gives her arc, this like gives herself this whole circle. She makes this decision, and also she's like, I'm making this decision not because I have to, not because you're my overlords, but because I care about you, yeah. and I want you to survive, and like I want all of us to survive, and either we're all dying here yeah. or, or yeah, I I can boost the hyperdrive and it'll fry my circuits, but we'll be fine, and then. She makes herself part of the Falcon. Which I feel like what they what they were trying to go for with Val, but it didn't work. Yeah. With so Val? Like, yeah, because they were like, she sacrifices herself oh, so they, they can get out. But at the same time, you're like, but we they didn't accomplish the mission, so they're still quote-unquote gonna die. Mm-hmm. Or you could have just, oh my god. Yeah. Yep. Yeah, it didn't work, and so it could have worked here. Mm-hmm. This is where it could have worked. She could have made that choice, given herself agency, which is what the movie was trying to do with her. Mm-hmm. And it just yeah, it would have been so easy. Yep. So easy to do. Yeah, and then... Jeez. With, with, yeah, with Han, I would have just made sure by the end of it we saw him become our Han. Mm-hmm. A little bit more even, jaded. Even, like, like, even if it's even really overly dramatic like just to bring that point home that well i think like, the shot first thing should have been it that was it oh he yeah should have run it back it and then also during the gambling scene after he steals lando's card just have him use, use it the card yeah instead of being like i had the moral gra- high ground i made it so you couldn't cheat yeah no he should have used the card he should have cheated and he would have been like i used all the tools at my disposal because i'm also a smuggler mm-hmm. just like you we're both we're both kind of like scumbags he should have been an asshole by the end of it but yes. he still had the moral high ground and everything <gasps> and then what what would you have preferred like them wrap how they wrapped up kira like i honestly I don't just... know because i feel like her entire character needed to be different because I, uh... she i still don't know for me I, and it would have been maybe a little cliche, but I would have rather heard just, like, when she kills, it's not Beckett, what's his name? Dryden. Dryden. When she kills my good husband, Vision, she kills him, and then she's, she's like, ah, I'm freed now, and I like where I've been, and now I'm going to be the person in charge. Mm -hmm. And, sorry, Han, you're, you're still too much of a good guy. Peace out. Bye. Because, like, when I, like when I was thinking about it, because she's she's such an unreliable narrator, and I know she's not yeah. really the narrator, but and I know that's kind of the point. But with a one movie arc, and I'll, I'll keep repeating it, this I'm gonna sound like a broken record. I still just don't. Where was she at the end of the movie? Like in her mind, yeah. I would have like every time we see Carol alone, or when someone walks on in her alone, like she, I would have preferred her just to be kind of like blank faced, kind of like almost just dead. Yeah. Until someone comes in and then you see her put on... A face. A face. Yeah. So, like, in the closet scene, she's not in there b- being cute trying on outfits. She's either just, like, sitting on the bed or something and she just kind of, like, 
is contemplating. It, she's is just contemplating like, dead face. Something there. Is, something's not there. Yes. Until she has to put on a face. Until Han comes in, and then she can puts on the act, mm-hmm. and because it, it it just it is just really. Because it's hard for me to decide where how to end her story because I don't feel like her story ever began properly for me. The entire movie, she was just a big question mark. Mm-hmm. I couldn't tell her motivations. I couldn't tell how she was feeling. I couldn't... I, I, the only thing that I could read is I do believe that she was being abused by Dryden because she, like, flinched in every time yeah. she, like, he was around. Yeah, and he, she looked really scared. Mm-hmm. And even with Malls, she looked kind of scared. Yeah. Like... She, I, like, because for me, I read her as a character that ne- doesn't, wasn't necessarily doing these things because she wanted to, but mm-hmm. she was like, I am just really afraid of dying, and I know that these are the people that are going to keep me alive. Yeah. And that's how I read the character. Me and too. Meanwhile, a lot of other people have read her character as being, like, super manipulative and knowing what she's doing the entire time, which is definitely interesting. Mm-hmm. I, again... That I don't think either reading is wrong or right. I just want... I would just want to know by the end of it... What it was. What it was. Yeah. You know? So just something. So that's why for me, I was like, I guess I would rather see her that she'd been, like, knowingly doing everything on purpose mm-hmm. the whole time. I, I guess. Yeah. And just, like... Because, like, when you see her with Maul, so you don't get these, like... I would, like, love these moments where she has, like, the personality where she's rounding people and she's doing this. And then when everyone's gone, there's no, like, evil glances. It's just, like, the Boom. D- dead. Yeah. Like, there's something inside her has been killed and she's just going through the motions and just doesn't care about anything, Even actually. Very nice. And so when we have those things with Maul and when all those are, li- like, when she we have those moments of her alone... Even with her final scene of looking back at Han, is she's just dead face. Mm-hmm. She's not like, oh no, I'm I'm sorry, like uh-huh. the, having the sorry eyes. It's just like the dead face. Yeah, it's over. Han can still look sad. Yeah, because but when she says like, no, it's too late. Yeah, she really means it. She's like, no, something's broken inside me, and it's it's gone. Yeah, because like, and I'll say this because with, with the story they introduced. They definitely introduced a character that I'm like, well, I'm like, well, I want you to still go save her. Yeah. Like, but I know you don't because you end up with Leia. So this is just an interesting story for you to introduce when I know it doesn't work out. I guess my whole, my very in the beginning script doctoring to fix all of it would be they're just very good friends (laughs) or they're cousins or something rather than it being this like shoved in my face like love affair Mm -hmm. because for me another script doctor would be han being a playboy throughout the movie yeah so they're friends or cousins Mm -hmm. and he's just hitting on every girl that comes into view yeah because that's who i always thought han solo was yep that's who we were that's like that's who we were told he was basically and that's how people were even telling me like oh well he was a playboy when they were telling me like what, with my with my initial fears with Kira, like yeah. my initial fears with Kira, were always like he's I'm just afraid she he's gonna be like the one who got away. Yeah, and she was, like yeah, that's absolutely she was that what she was, and that was like one of my fears with it. But people were like, oh, well, Han was a playboy. I'm like, but but he wasn't. But he, he was wasn't. very devoted he, to her in this movie, and very very kind to her. Yes, and not and again, it's one of the, it's like the the salt in the wound because like Han and Leia went to shit. Yeah, they did, and because. Their lives got pretty sad. Mm-hmm. So, who knows? And for the fact of Han to be like it... Again, we talked about this last time, and I'm bringing it up again. Him being like, nothing you could do would ever change how I think of you. And then him look at his son and be like, it's too much Vader in you. Well, I mean, technically he says that to his wife. Yeah. <laughs> Which well, is even, for to me, worse. Because he literally, to his wife, is like, it's your family's fault. Yeah. Because, like, I mean, Han does... He does come around. He does, like, try to say some stuff to Ben. It isn't, like, the best, but he he tries. But either way, Eventually. he does. But it's after Leia being like, no, uh-huh. it's our son. You can't say the, these things about mm-hmm. him. Like, it was Snoke. It wasn't him. And you're his father. You can do this. So yeah. she's like, okay, I guess after that pep talk, I can go try to save Ben. 
Bardic inspiration. Thanks, Leia. Yeah. All you D&D fans out there. I, I didn't get it, but... Nope. Nerd culture. Nerd culture. Am I right? So, yeah, I, I, I just definitely would have had... Like, I feel like these changes... Like, I, I, I don't think I would, this movie would have been a win for me no matter what. Um... No, but I definitely it was a think heist, but I, I definitely were... think I could have walked out of that movie being like, oh, I had fun. Because, I mean, I'll, I'll admit I had zero fun in this movie. I did yeah. not think it was funny. I no. did I thought it was very boring. Mm-hmm. And... But I could have gotten over that. But again, that, that, but that, was, that was a genre thing. Yeah, because I could have gotten to... over that if the story and the characters had made more sense. Mm-hmm. I would have been like, well, it was fine. Yeah. It's definitely, definitely not going to be my favorite Star Wars movie, but it was fine. Mm-hmm. It, I, I was... I was because I think what happened with me is that I had zero expectations. And I think with that zero, zero expectations, I was like, I'm ready to be surprised with with it being pretty good. Yeah. And then I was like... Wait a second. Wait a second. This is even worse than I could have ever imagined. How did this happen? Oh. Who knew that I could get a negative score? Yeah. Oh, I was really that. Oh, uh, geez. But my, my worst yeah. fears confirmed. Mm-hmm. So yeah, those are just like some little shindigs I would have fixed, um, or I just would have like added to. Yeah. That I feel like would have contained the story as a whole. And I know a lot of people really liked Maul. I know even I'll admit that was the most excited I was during that entire yeah, movie. Yeah, I'm not even gonna say that he shouldn't have been there. But I'm like, if you had made it Val. It, it would have been a more contained story mm-hmm. about betrayal, even people that you trust. Yes. And even if, like, Beckett or Han doesn't get, mm-hmm. like, doesn't firsthand see that betrayal, the audience feels it. And so you're like, okay, I'm seeing why people in this life don't trust each other. Yeah. Because, like, why, Beckett's like, I don't trust anyone. And he's like, why? Like, we don't. I don't know. Like, we, we don't know enough it. about you. To know why you don't trust anyone. I just saw another script, Dr. Ian. I'm sorry. It should have been that Emphis was their chi- their child. I, because then the reveal is, it's my child, not, this badass has been a girl all along. Wow, isn't that surprising? Yeah. You're like, what? Why? Am I supposed to know? You're focusing on this person for an awful long time, which makes me think that do you really, is? are you really just being like, I should be surprised that it's a girl? That's why I'm like her voice modulator, like it could have been a modulator, uh, to make her voice sound older, and so that way the twist is still that she's just a she's young. Yeah. But yeah, it definitely just seemed like the twist was wow. it's a girl. Yeah. And so again, it would have been more the twist of it being their child and Beckett being like, yep. you're still doing this, huh? Yep. Well, you still you still just gotta fight with this rebellion, huh? Even yeah. if it means going against me, the, your, your father, and then then you're like, oh, that's why he doesn't trust anyone. Yep, because you don't even get that. He just doesn't trust anyone. Oh, also, that would have been really good if then Val was the end boss too. Yeah. She's like siding. Oh gosh, the the final stage. It could have been so good. All of these things could have been very good. Yeah, like, again, it would it would have involved like. A big rewrites, but I feel like, I mean, with the amount they had to reshoot, that... It wouldn't have been that hard, then. Mm, wouldn't have been that difficult. Lando was the most expensive actor on that production, I believe, besides maybe Woody. Because I will, I don't, I'm not sure if we talked about this last time. So because I'm pretty sure Lando had a bigger role originally, yes. but Donald Glover couldn't do it, that reshoots. Because it was almost comical, <laughs> the amount that Land, they would be about to do something, and Lando was like, I'm gonna be sitting on the ship! Bye. Yeah. And so it just kind of seemed, especially when L3 was doing stuff. Right. So well, that's what I mean. Like, so our doctoring still doesn't involve much to do with Donald Glover. Yep. He, he doesn't need to change that much. I still would have liked more, but mm-hmm. going along with what we assume. And like, so if Val was written out because, well, actually, no, that was confirmed that she wasn't written out because of Westworld. Because that was a theory. Ah. Is that she couldn't do the reshoots because she was in, she's in Westworld. I'm like, nope, that Nope, so she still could have been the final boss. Yep. I'm, it, just, it just would have been more contained. Wonderful. It would have been a standalone. And I would have been like, there we go. Yes. There's our standalone. Nailed it. And It was standalone, and I understand how Han Solo became Han Solo. Mm-hmm. A little bit. I mean, it was all still things that I basically assumed, but... But, you just 
did it in a slightly more interesting way, in a more contained way, and because like again, I think my biggest fault of it, uh, by the end of it is that Han still wasn't Han. Yes. And and you know what? I don't mind. I know there's ten. Just... I know there's ten more years, but again. Why did you make this movie? Yeah. If you were writing about a completely new character. Like, yeah. I'm like, just make this about new characters. Make this a smuggler movie. This could have been the Bounty Hunters movie. Mm-hmm. You could have just replaced all of these characters with, like, there's Boba Fett. Yeah. There's Bosk. There's the one that looks like a an, uh, fly chicken. Yep. And I would have been like, all right, that same script could have easily translated. Because I don't have a problem with them making these, like, gratuitous movies with them being like, well, we're going to make a Han Solo movie because people like Han Solo. Because mm. I'm not going to say that it's b- bad for gr- gratuity because I want the Kenobi movie. Mm-hmm. And I'm sure some people also feel that that is very gratuitous. Oh, yeah. I disagree. But, you know what? Okay, fine. But I'm like, you can uh, have the, your gratuitous movie. The big movie. part I want about the Obi-Wan movie is because it will, if it's not you and if it's not you and I don't want the movie. Yeah, if it's not you and I'm not seeing it. Yeah. Absolutely not. So I'm like, if it's Ewan, though, I'll be there ASAP. I will. It's not Ewan. I will probably see that movie 12 times. Yeah. Good old Ewan. We cried a lot during the Christopher Robin I, trailer. That's going to be. That's going to make me a mess. Anyway, guys, uh, unless we have anything else to add, do we have anything else to add, really? No, I don't think so. I think this will finally be the last time we talk about Solo, and we'll move on to besides the other side things. Tangents. Besides, yeah, besides just side tangents, because that's just what we do anyway. Because you know us. Yeah. Um. Thank you for listening to an episode of Who Talks First. I'm one of your hosts, MCT. Oh, I'm Spaghetti. <laughs> I'm your other host, Apple Tater. And we'll see you next time. The betrayal. <laughs> Bye.